0: Your hair's getting pretty long, babe. It is. I was noticing that yesterday, we were, we were sitting there and you mm-hmm. was, could see it down your back and it's halfway down, over halfway down your back. Like, it's below your bra strap in the back. It's crazy. You've always wanted long hair, but...
1: Well, I had really long hair when I was in high school and I cut it to a little bit longer than shoulder length mm-hmm. um, right after high school. and But, like, before that, it was, like, really long. Um... And then I, like, progressively got shorter and then decided once I hit a certain age that I looked younger if I had long hair. So, you know, I've been trying to grow it out for, like, a bunch of years now.
0: <laughs> but you were struggling in, until pregnancy and COVID, right? Yep. Like, which one do you think it had, was more of a contributing factor, because I know with COVID, you don't have to have your hair tied up yeah. for work all the time. COVID.
1: But, I think it had to do with COVID. You think
0: it was more like more of that, not having your hair up? Yeah,
1: and then just because I was pregnant, like, the hair just got healthier. Um, But it was, it was definitely not having to... Because for years and years, it wouldn't get longer. It wouldn't get past, like, my shoulders. And that just had to do with, like, how I was tying it up.
0: That makes sense. So basically, what I'm... What I'm gathering from this is that I've scored doubly in landing you.
2: How because so? Because <laughs> according
0: to Rivolino, oh God, <laughs> if she has long hair, it's greater than if she has a master's degree. But see, you have long hair and you're a doctor, so I've done better than obviously Rivolino
1: ever could. I have no words.
0: We're adulting
1: Uh, you're under the influence
0: Alright, Miss Bottle of Prosecco before noon
1: Oh yeah, maybe we're both under the influence I mean, I might not enjoy you eating my pussy But that doesn't mean I don't need to do it
0: (laughs) And I said I was okay with a finger. I never said a thumb and three fingers. There's a fucking difference.
1: I'm not really into butt play. But if you want me to strap it on and peg you, I will.
0: Nothing, and I mean nothing, kills the mood more than, oh God, the baby has a shitty diaper. It's over. And we are adulting.
1: Under the influence. I'm Jean.
0: And I'm Jason. Let's do this. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yep. Welcome back, Cotter. <laughs> it's the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Gene. And here we are again.
1: Yep. Just us this time. Yep.
0: No, no guest. Drew was a great guest. Mm-hmm. It was a fun podcast. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun entertaining guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: very mm-hmm. very funny um i went back and listened to the podcast and you know he was kind of sitting across from me a little way so there were a couple times he made a, a comment yeah but i didn't hear it yeah because he was so far away and uh, listening to it i picked up and i was like oh shit that was a <laughs> that was a great comment
2: mm-hmm.
0: wish i would have heard that <laughs> um it was a good podcast though and um we should have shared some of Rivellino's teachings with him while he was here. He's a young guy. I think he yeah. really benefited from
1: <laughs> get a lot out of it.
0: Yeah, he can get a lot out of that, the the wisdom and wit of Rivellino. One of these days I'm gonna get this get like contact this guy and be like, You have to join us on a podcast. Oh my, God. my wife wants to talk to you about your views <laughs> <laughs> uh, that like that one there the the she has long hair greater than she has a master's degree, like where the fuck do you did he even come up with that like yeah. that, it's just the weirdest shit
1: that is really strange
0: that's of all the things he said, that is one of the more odd ones he also like has a lot of stuff on cock shaming, like if a guys standing there with his hands crossed and it's anywhere near his crotch, it's because he's hiding it. So he's because he's been cock shamed.
1: Maybe he's just got long arms. Maybe so. And that's just where they hang.
0: Yeah, and if you put him down to the side, you just look like a, a you know some kind of a type of primate. So yeah, kind of cross them, <laughs> put him in the front. They land on your balls. Yeah, it happens. Um, it's been an interesting week. Yeah. Um, the teenager got his ears pierced. Yeah. That was a. Uh, interesting experience for sure i was not (laughs) uh, first of all it surprised me it caught me off guard when he first asked hey can you take me to get my ears pierced i was like wait what because i didn't think first of all that that was a thing that most kids did anymore like i didn't
1: yeah
0: i didn't know if that was something
1: i have no idea i don't like i was thinking back to like certainly in by the time i was out of high school i remember guys with their ears pierced but i I don't I actually don't really remember. Well, I I do remember actually when I was in eighth grade, some of the guys had one ear pierced like that was the thing is just getting the one ear pierced.
0: Yeah, it was the left ear, you know, Mm -hmm. that you got pierced and
1: but I don't uh, I, I guess I just didn't really know what kids were doing these days.
0: Yeah, and when I was young, you know, there were a couple guys that got it done, like, over the summer or whatever, and then it healed up so they could be in class without it. But we weren't allowed to wear any type of earrings. Oh, wow. Boys weren't allowed to in my Jesus.
2: school.
0: Like, no earrings, no, you know, body jewelry. Um, obviously, girls couldn't wear, like, nose rings, but that wasn't a real common thing back then. mm mm-hmm. uh, But, yeah, boys couldn't wear earrings at all, so... I was over eighteen. I graduated high school before I got my ear pierced, and I got my left one done. And then a couple of years later, I decided I wanted the right one done too, mm-hmm. and I, I got it done. Uh, my mom, actually, who was always so against piercings, pierced my ear for me.
1: Yeah, it's so funny.
0: And she got the little kit from Walmart with a little gun. Jesus Christ! It punches the stud <laughs> in, and uh, she pushed it, and then she let off, and she goes, "Oh wait, it didn't go." And it only poked a hole halfway through my ear. And then she punched it again right on the edge of the first hole. Mm -hmm. So I had like a hole and then a half of a hole. Like they were very distinct right on top of each other. Mm. That shit hurt.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That sounds bad. Um, The chick who pierced his ears today was quick in and out there real fast. Yeah. Imagine that is not how your mom did it. No, not at all. (laughs) Not even
0: a little bit. I was nervous, but I was like, eh, it's not going to be that bad. She showed me, she had these things, they were these loops, and they were self-piercing loops, and what they were is they, you, you just pry them apart, and it had, like, a sharp end and then a loop on the back, and you wear them, and then every once in a while, you just reach up and you squeeze it, and, like, it slowly, over time, pierces your ear. I was like, why the fuck would anyone do this?
1: Yeah, that was strange.
0: I'd, I'd never, I haven't heard of that since, but my mom was like, yeah, I have these, they're self-piercing loops, you just, it does it slowly over like a couple of weeks. You just every time you think about you each other you give it a little bit of squeeze and it just goes a little bit more first of all that doesn't sound sanitary at all.
1: Yeah, true.
0: And secondly that just sounds like you're prolonging this process, making it way more painful than it needs mm-hmm.
1: to be. I uh I pierced my cartilage when I was I think in middle school. Just worked a, a an earring, a piercing earring through uh through my um cartilage one, one night and uh, I told I told my mom about it she was like she was so mad and I was like well, what was the big deal I, you know I thought that I don't remember why Like, she, I knew she wanted me to get it pierced
0: you mean like up here on yeah. the top of your ear yeah okay. I knew
1: she didn't want me to get it pierced um, and I thought maybe it was she didn't want to pay the money or something I don't know what I thought the reason was and she was like if I didn't want a professional to do it why would I want you to do it and so I took it out, <laughs> uh, and my punishment was that I couldn't get my belly button pierced.
3: <laughs> you couldn't get it pierced.
1: Yeah, oh. she, I, she did eventually take me. Um,
0: How old were you when you got your belly button done? Fifteen. Fifteen.
1: I've had that thing pierced for almost it'll be twenty five years this uh, New Year's Eve. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, I um. I love had it longer than I've been old enough to drink. Damn. I have had it older than, longer than I've been. Yeah. Older to yeah,
0: drink. yeah, definitely. Um so I had my left ear pierced, then I got my eyebrow pierced. Mm-hmm. And it was funny too, because I, I was I was living with my parents when I got my eyebrow pierced and I remember my mom being like, No more piercings like if you want to live here, no more piercings and I was just like Whatever. Like she always thought I was gonna go out and get my like my nose, my septum mm-hmm. pierced or my labrae or something like that and I wasn't. But when I got my eyebrow pierced, most normal guys didn't have that done. Mm-hmm. Like rock stars had that done, you know, like Jonathan Davis and the dude from Stained, they had theirs done.
1: Yeah, one of the dudes uh, I went to school with that I'd known since like preschool, he got his done when we were in high school.
0: Yeah, it was it was definitely I stood out in rural East Texas. With yeah,
1: eyebrow yeah, ring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we lived in a redneck area but not rural east texas
0: oh and even when i went into dallas though and i'd go out to you know the the clubs where the rock bands and metal bands played and goth clubs and shit there were still almost nobody had an eyebrow piercing like it Mm -hmm. was it was a very rare thing at the time for normal people to have so i was like i thought it was awesome Mm -hmm. fuck yeah I grew my hair out long, but then later I got my right ear pierced. I didn't get my right ear pierced till well after I had my hmm. eyebrow ring. So, yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, the fourteen-year-old. He I
1: was. He's thirteen. I
0: mean, thirteen-year-old. Sorry. Um, when he first asked me, my gut instinct was just to say no.
1: I know that's so interesting to me when you told me that today.
0: Yeah, I was like, "No, you're not getting your fucking ears pierced. What's wrong? Wait. <laughs> Why? What's well, so bad about him getting his ears pierced? He's not." Obviously not getting a tattoo or anything permanent, you know, if you don't like it, you just fucking take him out and they go clothes. It's not a big deal. Um I said that that's what was always told to me as a kid was no you're not getting your ears pierced, you know, not until you're old enough, you know, eighteen years old and you can do it without our signature. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Yeah, you know what? I always said that's stupid. If my if my kid ever wants to get his ears pierced, I'll let him. Well, mm-hmm. I lived up to it today. <laughs> yeah.
2: So,
1: and I mean, be honest. Did the fact that his mom wanted him to wait until he was in Texas to do it have anything to do with you <laughs> agreeing to let him do it here?
0: I mean, not entirely. I mean, <laughs> I said anything. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe <laughs> slightly, but no. It was actually more just like that. That did. For a minute, I was like i don't know if he wants to do it here we he can damn sure do it here mm-hmm. i want to be there with him for this one um uh it's just one of those things i'm like you know it was always such a frowned upon thing when i was a kid i wanted to be there for him i wanted to be there and do this with him
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it, it was good he he got it done he was so ner- he almost backed out
2: mm-hmm.
0: he was so nervous he was like i don't know i'm having second thoughts i was like Dude, if you don't do it, you're going to be like, "Oh, I should have done it," and then we're going to you're going to, you're going to want to come back later and do it. And when after you do it, you can be like, "Well, it kind of hurt a little bit, but I'm really glad it's done." I was like, You'll, "You're going to be so happy you went through it." And he is; he's really happy. He likes it. So, what's been going on with you?
1: Well, um, I had this past week off. I took it off because, you know, the nanny was on vacation and somebody needed to take care of the little guy. So I stepped up and did that. And so every single day it was get up, get the teenager up and ready for school, which I do that most days anyway, which I actually, I guess, not most days. I do that every day. Yeah. Um.
0: (laughs) Since I I started this new job, that's an everyday thing.
1: Yeah. But, you know, so taking him to school every morning... Get the toddler up, and uh we've been come home, go to my gym in the morning, maybe go run around, do some errands, or just go to the store, walk around, or whatever, and then, uh, as soon as he goes down for his nap, I've been doing some yoga nidra, which is a very um like a relaxation type of yoga, yeah, and um, some writing, really, so for his his nap times, which Oh man, it was so nice! Like Monday through Wednesday, he napped for three hours each of those days. It was fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> he napped pretty well the whole week. I yes, mean, you know, he did. Those first few were really long, but yeah, uh. like
1: I mean, there he was still in the bed when you got home some days, and then uh, Thursday and Friday, even that was you know two at least two hours, maybe a little bit more. So that was yeah. that was really nice, and you know, got to make dinner every day for everybody, and.
0: Which I have to say, you made you made great dinners, but one in particular, the ragu you made was yeah. fucking unbelievable. Yeah, uh, good bottle of wine, yeah, amazing dinner. That was nice.
1: Yep, and so um, you know wanted to do a little bit more around the house, but didn't get a chance to. Uh, but you did a lot. I so did do a lot. You should be very
0: pleased with what I you am. did accomplish, and that, and that you got some time for yourself to relax to. To do some writing, to do your yoga nidra, you know, get some relaxing in. I think it's good. And got to spend time with the little one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was that was fun. Yeah. It's nice. um, So that's kind of how my week's been going. You know, t- you know today I had day four. The, it was the fourth week of that Temple of the Goddess series that I'm in. And I'm just, I'm really loving it. It's just, um, you know, it's just the the teachings from this is just it's just right up my, my alley. Uh which we can dive more into that some other point if if we want to, but uh mm-hmm. really talk about um Tantra and, you know, not like not like tantric sex, which everybody thinks of when yeah. you hear the, the term Tantra I, that's what I
0: thought of when you first mentioned this. I was like sweet, <laughs> we're gonna get freaky after this thing. Uh so again
1: you know it's just Tantra is you know teaches us how to it's not aspirational in the sense of trying to transcend it's not trying to find something outside of yourself and this world it's existing right where we are and it's just um it just speaks to me a lot and then talking about the the 10 uh dashamaha which are these 10 goddess archetypes um you know basically all derived derived from the mother goddess who isn't really you know even though it's it's feminine it's not necessarily female um, yeah. so it's just it's just really really cool i'm really really enjoying it it's just it's it's pretty dense and i uh, luckily have the recordings to keep and can will be going back to to re-watch watch these because i'm just like fuck <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah
0: um for me, it's just been settling in at the new job. Um, it's been great. I'm excited about this opportunity. I'm excited about the company I'm working for. Uh, it's cool to be, you know, gonna be the boss out there and, mm. and run the job. And the main thing is like, you know, making sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to do and a job gets done on time. And I'm really excited about that. Learning a lot already. Working with some good people. The other, the other guys there that are, you know, in my position, seem to be really happy with their job, happy with the company, and really want to do a good job. And I like that. I like that attitude. It's, you know, some of the lower level employees have shitty attitudes, but all anybody in management really likes this company. Mm-hmm. And I think they do a lot of promoting from within. So I think that's why these guys are, you know, building a future with this company. Yeah. And, and they know it. And that's a great thing. Uh, some of the lower level guys, like, in particular... Oh, shit. Sorry. Trying mm-hmm. to yawn on a podcast that's always entertaining. Um, the one guy that, that works under directly under me, uh, I think he is no longer with the company. I haven't yeah. been notified yet. <laughs> but uh, pretty sure he's not going to be there anymore. So that was kind of a like, well, so that just happened on Friday. But we'll find that out later this week. Other than that, it's it's the job's going very well. I'm happy with it. Uh, things are, you know, kind of starting to settle into a groove. The early mornings aren't killing me like they were.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're doing really good. Um,
0: I'm waking up right when my alarm goes off. Uh-huh. And normally I would hit the... I'm a snooze button guy. I always have been. But... Yeah, I... I can't, like, because one thing with my phone the off button is bigger than the snooze button like you have to be really careful and hit the snooze and you have to like really be paying attention so it's much easier to just turn it off most alarm clocks the snooze button you know is like three inches wide and all the other buttons are like a quarter of an inch yeah so you can just reach over there and hit it and you don't accidentally turn it off well whoever designed the fucking alarm on this android phone really shit the bed
1: i have to like slide mine to turn it off
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. I can just tap mine to turn it off, but I have to slide it for the snooze. But yeah. I, don't, I have to slide it a certain direction for the snooze, too, so it's...
1: Yeah. Well, um, I know you're a snooze guy, but uh, you still would not be snoozing <laughs> if I'm in n- bed next n- to no, you. I know. no. You'd be like, <laughs> get
0: the fuck up and get out of here. I get it. Uh, and I understand it's really fucking early.
1: Um, yeah, I know. I've done it plenty of times. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. not as... You know, usually when I was doing it, it was, you know, I'd get up between four and four thirty and it would be most days of the week. There have been plenty of times when I've definitely gotten up before five every day of the week. Just since we've been here. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to shift my my sleep work wake schedule a little <laughs> bit. Not I guess yeah. not my work schedule so much, but like Stay, trying to stay up a little bit later and going to and uh, sleeping in a little bit later. I mean, like six, like not yeah. like super late, um, and trying that out because I I do generally I have been for a while getting up early, trying to maybe get an hour of work in or an hour of something in, just to kind of help free up some time later on in the day. But with me mo- moving back to going into the office, um, I don't know how. You know, realistic it is because I'm not going to be, you know, my bed's not going to be five feet from the desk. And I can <laughs> yeah, that's go take a little break while the nanny is here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's what you'll miss the most is just being that close to your bed.
1: <sighs> yeah, I got to figure something out in that office of mine. At least I have an office now, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, you'll have your own office, not sharing it with anybody else. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll be able to just close the door, a little sign up, says do not disturb, and Go to sleep. Next time we stay in a hotel, you can just get a little do- steal one of the do not disturb signs and hang it on your office door. Uh, exciting news for us though—we are going on a a trip to New York City here in a couple weeks, and we have tickets to go to my first Broadway show. Yep, and it's going to be a good one. I'm excited about this. You know, we talked about several different ones that were good options. You know, of course, Phantom of the Opera is a classic. We saw yeah. it in Hawaii. Uh,
1: I've seen it two or three times on Broadway. It's just amazing.
0: Yeah, we thought about uh, seeing the Book of Mormon, Mm -hmm. which I think would be really good as well. But a new show just opened, and we are very excited we get to go see Billy Crystal on Broadway in Mr. Saturday Night.
1: Yep, that's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Billy Crystal has always been one of my favorite comedic actors, I think. The guy's just hilarious. City Slickers is one of my favorite comedic movies. You know, it's... (laughs) so damn funny he's so good in it and of course the voice of mike wazowski from yep. monsters inc which our little one loves yep yep, so get yep. To go see billy crystal on broadway
1: yeah it's gonna be awesome
0: and and have a night away just us no kids in new york city
1: yeah that'll be pretty cool we haven't done anything like that in a while
0: we really haven't
1: there's no way we could have
0: <laughs> no i'm trying to think like when the last time we went away overnight just the two of us it would
1: have been in hawaii
0: yeah yeah, it definitely had to have been. And a the
1: Holly Koa wow. when I had like a 100 degree temperature.
0: Oh, yeah. When you were running a fever in the middle of COVID. Oh, my God. And, uh, and we knew you didn't have COVID, but it was like, you know.
1: We didn't know I didn't well, have COVID. I mean, we just assumed. Yeah. And the, but all the restaurants
0: were like doing the temperature <laughs> oh scans God, and I everything. Like, we were like freaking out.
1: Rubbing my my. Cold hand over my forehead.
0: Yeah, you because you've been holding your uh, your drink. Oh, it's, man. You was... Actually, you had been holding my Dr. Pepper, that can, in your hand, and then you hold it up on your forehead and try to cool your
1: forehead off. That was terrible. Oh,
0: That was yeah.
1: terrible. I didn't have COVID. Did not have COVID. No, it didn't. It was just,
0: <laughs> just sick. Just People sick. still get sick. It's waiting, okay.
1: Waiting for this night. Like We had two nights planned to stay away, yeah. and we wound up just going the one night, and then... Mom stayed with the baby at the time, and then like let her stay at the hotel the next the next night.
0: Good times, good times. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, and your mom will be here. You know, when we, when we go to New York too, she'll be here to stay with the baby. And then a couple weeks later, my dad will be coming to visit. So maybe we can.
1: Yeah, we need to like, get we need those dates nailed down.
0: Yeah, we need to figure that out. Once he gets back from his trip, he's on now. <laughs> I think I'll nail down those dates with him um
1: we saw christina hutchinson last weekend
0: oh we did yeah christina hutchinson from the guys we fucked podcast got to mm-hmm. go see her in a at mcgooby's joke house in yep. baltimore tonium technically good show
1: you're right right by the front
0: we were we were right up front like she uh she turned and sneezed once and a little bit of it i think hit me mm. in in the head um happy birthday jason mm. No, it was, it was a great show. She was funny. The opener was good. Uh, the host was very funny. We'd seen him before opening for Brian Callen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justo, who does the Justo and Friends show there at Mugubi's, I think, every Sunday. Hmm. So, uh, good night. Good night. It was a lot of fun. Uh, went out, had a drink afterwards, and then came home, and it was a good time for my birthday. I was kind of feeling like shit, and that kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think I had a sinus infection just Mm -hmm. just really beat me down for a little while but
1: yeah uh, yeah I was worried about you
0: made it through though kept working went out did our thing had a good time and then uh, Sunday felt great yeah of course Saturday I know that part of it was I still had the sinus infection also part of it was hungover yeah because we, we did get pretty hammered the Friday night the night before my birthday
1: yeah um you did. I wasn't really hungover.
0: Well, you weren't hungover, but you got pretty drunk.
1: Yeah, but I wasn't hungover. <laughs> True. <Sure.
0: laughs> we did handle it better. It was the combination of being sick and then yeah. drinks. Yeah, I was... Yeah, and that was when I wasn't we... wasn't even that drunk. I just...
1: Andrew was over here that night, so... Yeah. We had company.
0: We did. That was, that was the night we recorded the last week's podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we recorded and... Recorded it early.
1: <laughs> uh, Christina commented on your post
0: she did yeah i posted from the aui pod uh instagram account Mm -hmm. a picture from the show and she commented on it and said happy birthday jason yep so she liked the post and commented so thanks a lot christina Yep, i know she's she's got to be a huge listener of ours i know Uh, yeah we're huge we're huge she's a big fan
1: yeah Tell your friends about us. Yeah, come on. A <laughs> handful of people are actually listening. <laughs> Help us out. <laughs>
0: I'm kidding. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. We're don't we're ask for your charity, people. Um, something we discussed recently, or just in passing, got brought up as a possible podcast topic that I was thinking about a lot, especially after uh, we had Andrew on the podcast. And I don't remember why. It, something was mentioned about breakups or exes or something either during that podcast or maybe in the, the podcast before but it just got me think, got me to thinking about the most impactful breakups of my life and like I have one that completely changed how I view relationships and people and everything and it, it for a while kind of fucked me up but in the end I think I came out better for it.
1: That's usually what happens.
0: Yeah, but then I got to think about other breakups I've been through that were they were hard, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I knew it was the right thing at the time, but it was just like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to have this conversation. I don't want to have to, you know, um, there, there was, you know, another one that just caught me off guard, and I wasn't didn't see coming, and it happened. One that was stupid, and then the hilarious too. You know, there was, everybody has a funny breakup story. And
1: hmm.
0: no, you don't think you have a funny breakup story? Nobody, like, I don't know. Nobody I, broke up with you via voicemail or anything, or you didn't do that to anybody.
1: No, but I guess I wouldn't have thought that was something that was funny. <laughs> well, I mean, it,
0: it probably wasn't at the time, but I mean, now looking back, it's like you know, look back and kind of laugh at it. <coughs> uh, nothing.
1: I've got something that might fit that, but
0: care to share? or Do you want me to share mine oh, first? go ahead,
1: share yours first. Yeah, I gotta think about it a little bit more.
0: All right, so my funny one, and it wasn't funny at the time, but looking back it is, I hadn't been dating this girl long, like six months. Um, it was kind of a weird relationship. She was a bartender, so she always wanted me to come hang out at the bar while she was working, and I was like, I don't need to. I'm fine. It's a. It was a really hillbilly town and a hillbilly bar. I'm like, look, I'm not worried about other guys. I've seen guys <laughs> hit on you. It's quite comical because... Usually you scare the fuck out of them within about thirty seconds after they hit on you. So I was okay, you know. I didn't need to be. I didn't feel the need to be there. But she, like, she really wanted to be there, every, me there every night. I wasn't paying for the drinks, but I was just sitting at the bar every night till closing, even when I had to work early the next day. So I was just getting drunk every night for free. But and I was buddies with the owner too, so.
1: Yeah, it's it always so well, incestuous. But, yeah.
0: It, it was just one of those weird things and then you know, it went on for a while and it just wasn't working. It wasn't a good fit. She was she was kinda strange. Like we were dating four months and she was asking me if I would knock her up. Like if if not if I would, but if I would be okay with the idea of knocking her up and was I was like this is
1: the chick that had kids already? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that I'd never met. That mm-hmm. I never met in the entire six months we dated. You
1: just said four.
0: Well, no, it was four months in that she asked me Oh, if I, would, you know, if I would be okay with, you know, getting her pregnant sometime. And I'm like, what? She's like, I'm not asking you to do it. I'm just saying, you know, like, if it were to happen, would it be okay with you? Like, it was like that weird test of how serious are you about this? But And that was her benchmark, though, of if I really was committed in this relationship, if I was okay with having a baby with her four months hmm. in. I was like, that's a weird way to be comfortable. You know, somebody's comfortable with you. That's – anyway – you know, because you you can be with somebody that you're completely happy with, but still not want to have a baby with them at that time. Like that was just a a weird fucking way to go yeah. about it. Anyway, rock along a couple more months. Finally, I was like, look, I can't do this. It's just not happening. And I broke up with her. And then and she was pissed. And then she kept calling me and and like would start trying to talk to me about it. And I would be you know pretty open and honest with her and then she would just get angry when I wouldn't change my mind and then finally one time and I was working at a police department at the time in dispatch or sheriff's department actually and I'm sitting there on the phone with a buddy of mine that's a cop in the room and he's just laughing and shaking his head because he can kind of hear her yelling and then I put it on speakerphone right as she goes you know what you know what I'm going to fucking kill you that's what I'm going <laughs> to do I'm going to fucking kill you you're a fucking dead man do you hear me I'm going to fucking kill you <laughs> I was like holy shit did this? and his, he he just he stopped laughing and was like Oh man, shit just got real.
2: <laughs>
0: yep. Yep, sure did.
2: Mm. <laughs> so yeah.
0: She threatened to kill me for breaking up with her. Huh. And then the funniest part is a couple months later, I saw her. Um Okay, so I ended up having sex with her. And
1: Yeah, that's uh that doesn't ever confuse the situation yeah
0: no it was a horrible life. she was moving though back to Arkansas so uh-huh, uh, uh, I was like okay <laughs> but she's from Arkansas yeah dude, I anyway.
1: <laughs> that's not why but okay <laughs>
0: um, anyway she was like moving away so I was like alright well I don't have to worry about it I can get <laughs> I have sex with her one more time so we did and then she was like well I guess it's for the better anyway I was I'm going back to date whoever this dude I was like alright cool good luck hope that works out for you she's like well I was talking to him already before you broke up with me I was like Oh. well, then it worked out well for both of us, didn't it? And I knew she was lying. If she was already talking to some other dude interested, she wouldn't be threatening to kill me over it. And yeah, it's this whole crazy thing. But looking back, it's hilarious. At the time, I was freaked the fuck out. I was like, "This bitch really just starting to kill me." <laughs> Haley hated her.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, no, she's not the one Haley hated. Haley hated another girl I dated. Haley didn't. I don't remember. There was something about Haley and and that girl, whose name I won't say, but uh, there was something there. I don't remember what it was about that, but that no, was another girl that, that Haley hated, but uh, yeah, that was really funny, though. Hmm. That was my funny breakup story.
1: Well, so I've got a couple of things that I could I could share and potentially, I guess, share both of them, but... <laughs> one of the what i'm going to share what made me start laughing when you were saying that i was like oh this would be a good thing to look so so i was actually like in the middle of like i was in an off again period with an on again off again for four years douchebag relationship Mm -hmm. um and i used to hang out with these people when i lived in gainesville uh this married couple they were like in their they were older than me but like they were in their 20s at the time yeah and there were a couple other dudes that we that hung out with us too and they were they were actually all younger than me Uh, I think shocking (laughs) (laughs) I think two of them were like um 19 maybe 18 or 19 I was I think I was old enough to drink I think yeah I think I was 21 and one of them was like so he might have been i don't remember one of them might have been a year or two older than me or he could have been a little bit younger than me and uh um i had a i i had a crush on this on one of them you know and he was getting ready to move so I was like, oh, cool, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, like, want anything serious. You can
0: hit it and quit it and not yeah, even have to be, you That, know.
1: that was my plan. I didn't, I didn't tell him the plan, though, uh,
2: uh, other than the hit it
1: part. So he moves away, and in his little, like, 18-year-old mind, it's like, what's going on? And was, like, calling me and stuff, which, again, to be fair, like, I hadn't actually explained anything to him.
0: Yeah, usually when you have a plan, it's good to you know, include the pe- other people that are involved in the <laughs> He was <plan>.
1: moving. <laughs> and, you know what I and mean? And you knew
0: better than the long-distance thing with the, yeah, with an 18-year-old.
1: <laughs> I really wasn't interested in that. Um, so, anyway, so finally I did talk to him. I was like, I'm not looking for anything serious. <laughs> I thought this would be fun. Down to try it again. Um, you do it again sometime. Anyway he wound up moving back I was like God damn it <laughs>
0: Asshole. had to ruin it
1: um so we never never did hook up again but uh he just like he like he went from this like this dude that we all enjoyed like kind of hanging out with and so like we, just being like this tool of a person that
0: you ruined him
1: I guess so I, I, I kind of ruined the dynamic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow you completely ruined the guy <laughs> like you changed you altered his whole personality uh, like man. oh man he got good pussy and just it fucked his head up
1: i don't know so that's that's what of happens my... kids that's kind of that's my... why
0: you need to follow the teachings of Rivellino.
1: <sighs>
0: <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i don't even know
1: what to that's say a good right story now.
0: that was a good one was that it? was a good one. That was funny.
1: <laughs> but it wasn't like we were together. It wasn't like a breakup. I guess I kind of had to break up with him even though we weren't <laughs> like together.
0: Wow. <laughs> had to break up before it ever really started. Yeah. I, I tried to do it. To. I tried
1: to do it like dudes do and just not like reply or call back or <laughs> anything ghosting. like that. Yeah. But um, my friend, she was like, you just, you got to talk to him. He's really confused about shit. And I was like, okay, well, I don't be a dick, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the 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 ghosting thing. Like, I, I ghosted a girl in high school, and I felt horrible about it. Especially after, like, I found out later she went to a mental institution, and like, I felt so shitty. I, I was like convinced that I was the reason. And I found out later, no, her mom was like abusive, and it was there was a whole bunch of other shit that had nothing to do with me. But you know, she I, she she clearly had a lot of issues. Like, she was at the house. She she was there, and like. She told me she wanted to have sex with me. We were at my house alone. I was 16. And she was 15. And I was like, okay, cool. And she she was at the house. I was like, wait a minute. I don't have a condom. She's like, oh. I was like, yeah, that's... We probably need to be careful. She's like, yeah. Or you can fuck me in the ass. And I was like, <laughs> w- what? Really? And, and I'm a virgin at this point. Like, yeah. I've never had sex. I'm like, wow. I'm about to lose my virginity. Banging this chick in the ass, except at sixteen, I didn't understand the nuances of anal sex,
1: like Like, a lot of lube, like
0: needing lube at all. Like I, I didn't, I didn't understand this, so I was just like, it's not going to go in. Like I don't, you know, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't go.
1: You've never told me this story. like I've you, told me, a lot of that, you told me, you told me about the girl that you ghosted and how yeah. bad you felt about it. You told me about yeah. her winding up later about a me- mental institution. You never told me <laughs> yeah. that you attempted. Yeah, anal we attempted sex. anal
0: sex and it wouldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't go. Like, I didn't know. I was so. I was so inexperienced. So young. I was like.
1: I mean, even as experienced as we are, sometimes it doesn't go. We're like. Oh. Well, yeah,
0: but I mean, I'd, like, there was no lube at all. I didn't know anything yeah. about. You know, like, I didn't even spit on it. Like nothing. Just trying to, oh and I God. was like. And she was just laying there, like, is it going to go? I was like, I don't think it's going to go. And, like, bless this girl's heart, she goes, it's because you're so big. I was like, that's right. And she hadn't even actually seen it. She was, like, had her, she, she, like, laid down on her stomach And she was just like laying there too, like laying flat on her stomach. She wasn't like up on her hands, and knees, doggy style or anything. She was laying flat on her stomach with me trying to cram it into her butt cheeks. It was
2: like awkward, (laughs) horrible fucking
0: teenage experience ever. (laughs) And I left that day still a virgin. (laughs) Crazy part is I didn't even ask for like a blowjob or anything. Like I was just like so discouraged. I was like, I don't know what to do. And like we just didn't do anything. We That's tried fucking anal sex. It didn't work, and we didn't do anything else. I was like, "All right, well, cool."
1: Had you had a blowjob at that point in your no, life?
0: No, I had not. I had not had a blowjob.
1: Did you? Did you have intercourse before you had your first blowjob?
0: Yes. Yeah, because the girl I actually lost my virginity to was like completely against blowjobs. Hmm. Yeah, completely, like I'd had a girl like kiss it once, but never a blowjob.
1: It's really interesting that you say that, that she was comp- the way that you say that she was completely against blowjobs.
0: Oh, yeah, she thought it was degrading and disgusting. Oh. And she was like...
1: Isn't this the girl that you went down on?
0: Tried to, yeah, I did, I did. And she was just like, I don't get it. And I didn't know what I was doing either, like, uh, you know. No, but you I'm tried
1: like- it, like, she let you try it. <laughs> For those of you, all of you who can't see, Jason was just trying to lick the microphone. Yeah, I was just mimicking, licking the um, microphone like a dog. Well, no, but that's just, that's, I think that that is kind of, I don't know, the fact that she thought that that was degrading and disgusting. No. I was afraid that it was more something like maybe she'd been abused because I have heard about stuff, not, I haven't heard that before, but I've definitely heard you know women say like i only let people i trust go down there and stuff like that like
0: okay so i think like, she had had a fucked up life uh, the woman that was raising her was not her mother it was like her mom's friend from oh my god high school or something and there was a whole weird dynamic and i never really knew the whole the whole story like i don't know what was going on i don't know where her family was Funny thing about her is, when I graduated high school and left, the we tried the long distance relationship thing, and she broke up with me because my brother and I went out drink. You know, my brother and I went out. I was wasn't old enough to drink, but we went to a bar. It was a, there were live bands and stuff. And there were pool tables, but you could get in at seventeen. And there was this drunk chick there, like shit faced drunk, with her friend and her friend's husband. And my brother was trying to hit on this girl or I don't know if he's really trying to hit on her, but he was t- trying to talk to her and she was like shit faced and we helped them get her to the car cause she got to the point she couldn't even walk.
2: Mm.
0: So my brother helped her friend's husband or whatever, carry her, this girl basically out to the car. Mm-hmm. And I, I was there, I was just there, you know, I was like, okay, waiting cause I was riding with my brother and, um. Uh, they got her in the car loaded up and we left and she was like so you're just like hanging out at a bar where there's like some drunk chick I was like I mean it was a girl my brother was talking to while we were shooting pool and then they loaded her drunk ass into a car and left and yeah I was there anyway she broke up with me over that
2: hmm.
0: she also had, but before that she had told me she would never or she would absolutely break up with me instantly if she ever found out I went to a strip club
1: mm-hmm.
0: years later she was a stripper Mm-hmm. a few years later so it's a whole weird
1: yeah there's definitely a lot of uh, stuff underlying there it sounds like
0: yeah and then she and last i spoke with her was 6 7 years ago maybe even more she added me on facebook and she said that she, she was like i have to keep my facebook secret cuz my husband would kill me if he found out i had one i was like what she's like yeah she's like he would she's like, i don't know what he would do i was like and i just like you I was like like hurt you physically she's like yes absolutely I was like you need to get the fuck out of there
1: and also just get off Facebook until then like, Yeah, like, why are you on Facebook then shut
0: this down why get the fuck away from this? him and then like she, she left him she you know kept got away her, kept her
1: Facebook page
0: yeah she kept her Facebook page and she got away from him and then she just vanished I don't know whatever I, I have no idea what happened to her and she was away from him split up she was living with a friend or her sister. I don't remember. And then, like her Facebook page is still active, hmm. like still exists, but there hasn't been anything on it in years. Hmm. So, I have no idea whatever happened to her. Uh, sad, crazy situation. Like, she there was a lot going on there.
1: Yeah. But, Probably more than you realized.
0: Yeah, a lot more. So that one was, you know, that was a weird breakup. That's one I just I didn't see it coming. When she broke up with me, because it was so weird. Mm-hmm. It was just such an odd.
1: No, like I said, it just sounds like there's a lot more going on with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, what is, of all, of your, all the breakups, all the relationships, what do you think is your most impactful breakup? What is it like had the biggest effect on you as a person?
1: Honestly, it would be the one, you know, like the, the real relationship before you and I met which um i it's a long of course story but found myself to be in a very very toxic relationship um where uh you know there was some some incidents some bad things that happened lots of red flags and everything and then when i was trying to break things off with this guy and he he was moving away and i was encouraging him to to move away um and and when he he did you know he was it was just a lot of like back and forth with uh you know i wouldn't hear from him for like the rest of the day or or something and then he would you know, he'd call and he'd be like, why don't I just come back over there and, you know, I'll, I'll move into the house and I'll sleep in the room upstairs. And whenever, you know, whenever you want to, you know, get laid, you just come up and you, you just knock on my door and we can just have it like that. We'll just be like these friends benefits live in the same house. And, um, I was like, uh, I'm at, H-E-B right now let me call you when I get (laughs) home and I was like holy fuck like he was already gone at this point like he'd already left the state he was a thousand miles away almost and um I think I think that's how far Florida is from Texas
0: yeah uh, somewhere around there and uh that uh, part of Florida going that you
1: know yeah I was just like holy shit um this is you know I'm shortening the story here because there's a lot that was going on but Uh, So finally, I I, I called him back and I was just like, you know, trying to be like, I don't want that type of stuff. And he was just like, if you don't want to be with me, then just tell me. And I was just like, if if you don't want to just be friends, like I don't want to have anything to do with this. And then for the next four hours, it was just berating via text message and phone calls and threats and. Um he was uh 30 days sober at this point which you know of course now I'm responsible for him um you know breaking his sobriety and and then I didn't you know I didn't hear anything from him for the rest of that day most of Sunday and then on Monday he started messaging me again like nothing had happened and again i was like i don't want to talk to you <laughs> yeah and he uh for the rest of the day phone calls nonsensical uh messages left on my voicemail text messages i called the police and filed a report i mean they were at the house while he was calling texting sending me pictures of you know naked women that he'd found like on craigslist who were like looking to bang dudes what and stuff fuck? like that i don't know where he actually got up i'm gonna go, go know, fuck this whore. reminding me that he knew the code to my alarm system and that he still had a key like it was fucking insane jesus and um you know telling me that he would fucked my he for a period of time he was living with uh two people that i knew from uh from from college station when i was you know, when I had done my residency and he, one of them was a close friend of mine at the time and and he was talking about how he'd, he'd fucked both of them while he was there and it was just this disgusting, like, thing and then it was just like, sorry, you know, and like, I, I like, completely stopped talking to him at that point in time. For a variety of reasons, <laughs> um, you know, for about a year, I had some some shit going on that was related to this relationship and and he would periodically call me text me email me he couldn't he could actually I had blocked him you know and so he would I guess I would just get emails how did I get I got a message on the phone from him somehow but I'd already blocked him so I'm not really sure how that happened. Oh, because he was calling me from the phone numbers. <laughs> yeah, there, so there were other numbers. Yeah, so I mean, the last the last message I got from him was an email two months after you and I started seeing each other,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, that I know of. Um, and uh, you know, for a long time, y- several years, I would, whenever I get a, I'd get a phone call when it, from a number I didn't recognize that was like a nine seven nine number. Or something in Florida. I'm like, what if this is him? Yeah, you know, like it's fucking scary. And he Mm -hmm. did. He kind of, you know, he he kind of stalked me a little bit. Like I had set up, I blocked him on Facebook and stuff. And I had set up this bogus Facebook account so I could keep an eye on him a little bit. And he friend requested it.
2: Yeah.
1: Fucking (laughs) creepy and crazy. And um. Anyway, so I had about a year of of time to, like, reflect and therapy and stuff. And uh, really figured out the type of relationship I wanted to be in and needed to be in. And the type of person I wanted to be in that relationship. Which was not the person that I had been in the relationship with him. Or with my ex-husband. Which was before him. And the other big thing that I learned from that was... But there are just some people that are not worth saving, like for real, like you know when when he and I had really gotten together, I knew he was going through some shit, and um he had a couple of kids up in the midwest, and I was like i'm gonna I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna give you a place to live, I'm gonna help you like with the budget and save your money and um you know get up there so you can get to your kids because that's really what's important is getting into your family. And it just all completely fucking blew up in my face. And he, you know, I'm not, I'm like, this is a very short version of this story, but he is such a piece of shit. Like, really. And I'm just like, there are just some people that are not worth saving. And, like, save yourself. <laughs> like, don't, yeah. don't waste your time, your energy. Not even, it's not like, don't waste your time and energy. It's like, these people will. Destroy you.
0: They'll drag you down to their level. The reason there are some people, you know, their life is shit, and they blame everyone else. They oh, it's because of this. It's because they all have excuses. They all play the victim, which has become very popular and trendy in the world today. Everybody wants to be the victim somehow, and a lot of people, you know, some people are. Some people have had shitty breaks, and I get it. Some people have put themselves in that situation Mm -hmm. and they can't see that it's their decisions that have put themselves Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. situation over and over and over so when when you get involved with somebody like that whether it's a relationship or you know like a romantic relationship or a friendship you get involved with them in some way they they put themselves in that situation again and, and at times put you in that situation as well and you're like holy fuck yeah, I see why your life is shit. It's yeah. not everyone else,
1: and well, and to to also to that point, it's like when you like we're all products of where we've come from, right? Like our family, yeah. where we lived, the people that we were around, our school systems, and so don't like this sounds really shitty, but like don't ignore that. Like give people a chance for sure, but when when somebody is giving you a lot of red flags and their parents if they're not a lot of red flags and their parents had fucked up upbringings i mean i'm sorry but there's a good chance that those kids are going to be fucked up like i don't think mm-hmm. i had a i don't think i had a real fucked up upbringing but you know it's been in my 30s where i've started like really recognizing some of the fucked up shit that was happening in my house when you when you put like other weird things in there, you like mean
0: other than heating up pizza in the oven. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you start throwing things in there, like you know, parents who used to be prostitutes and you know marrying and remarrying the same person multiple times, and it's just, like that shit has lasting effects.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. You know, uh, I have a friend, oh and God, God bless her. I, I, I love her to death. She was she was such a sweet girl she was she and I were really good friends Uh, she lived with uh, I I think it was her she had a sister that was much older than her who was basically raising her but she watched her dad shoot her mom in the chest with a shotgun and kill her like she witnessed her mother's murder at the hand of her father this girl had a fucked up life as a young she had these like scars across her throat from an ex-boyfriend we were in high school and she already had this older dude she was banging like trying to slit her throat at one point like I uh yeah she had she had issues big time but you know she was she was like my my best one of my best friends and I was I was trying to always be there mm-hmm. for her and then you know after high school it was just this spiral of shit and I was like man why can't she get it together and it sucks, but, you know, she just drugs and, and yep. horrible life. And that's, you know, I'm still f- friends with her on Facebook. Every once in a while she'll resurface with some, you know, like looking worse than she did, a, you know, much worse than she did a year earlier. And posting some other sad story and it's like, damn. Yeah. You know, it's one of those people, It's it's their life has just been a downward spiral and they didn't start real high to begin with so mm-hmm. it's it's, uh, it's sad it really is
1: so what about yours what's your most impactful breakup and by mm-hmm. the way I guess you're welcome for <laughs> all that shit I went through <laughs> yeah
0: let us to where we are today it
1: did it did all right, so
0: my most impactful breakup is actually a series of three breakups but it uh, the, the, the final one was the like most impactful so I was in a relationship with an older woman for several years. Uh or well for a couple of years, not several. A couple of years. Um uh, It was kind of a fucked up situation because she was married early on and then and and her ex Okay, so her husband that they were she was splitting up with was kind of my boss at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, fucked up situation. I'll explain that later. We'll start a Patreon. We'll we'll share some good stories on a Patreon. I'll share that one. Yeah. Behind a paywall.
1: Yep, me too. So,
0: (laughs) she was nine years older than me to the day we had the same birthday. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I remember when I turned 21, I was working for her husband, and she was like, she was turning 30, and we were all hanging out, and we, we didn't know each other very well at the time, and she's like... Yeah, my birthday's next week. I turned thirty and I was like, When's your birthday? And she's like, The twenty sixth. I was like, Holy shit, that's my birthday. Are you serious? She's like, Yeah. How old are you gonna be? And I said, I'm gonna be twenty one. She's like, and you can go fuck yourself and walked off. I was like, "Oh wow. <laughs> and you're
1: like, I'm in love with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at this point. She
0: was like this like soccer mom. They had a four year old and it was like oh that was the farthest thing from my mind at that point. I was just like, Wow, this is you know she was like a old soccer mom as far as i was
1: concerned oh my god (laughs) i
0: was turning 21 um anyway so we dated and
1: how old were you when it started
0: 23 i think when it started um maybe late 22 early 23 range uh i got fired shocking <laughs> um, you know they were splitting up there was a lot of other shit happened i won't go into all the details of that but, you know they were splitting up the divorce wasn't final but they were apart uh we were friends and then we started dating and or whatevering um hmm. and he slashed my tires it was just this this whole fun ordeal uh, dated for a while and then she went on a trip a work trip and to kansas and ended up banging a dude she worked with and i didn't know it at the time she confessed this to me like a week later Mm -hmm. a week after that trip and i was young and dumb and i was just i was a complete wreck i was bawling and crying (laughs) and uh well she first of all she didn't actually tell me she just stopped talking to me and like wouldn't answer her phone or anything and and i was like I was supposed to be going over to her house, and she just wouldn't answer the phone, wouldn't answer the door. Well, the funny part is, the guy she was banging was in town on a work trip, because they worked together, and he was in town, and I knew what hotel he was at, and I showed up at his hotel. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's going on. She won't talk to me. And he was, you know, I didn't know at the time, but he had just fucked her the week before, mm-hmm. so he thought I was there to whoop his ass or something, because like he was a much older guy and a very small guy, and he was, I could tell he was weird, and he was jumpy, and I found out later it's because he was fucking terrified that I was there to kill him. because <laughs> mm. I was very distraught. But he realized pretty quickly that I didn't know what had happened, but just that she wouldn't speak to me and he was like, Just give her time, just give her time. I was not about giving time. I was just like,
1: No, I have to talk to her. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, I ended up like just going at her house, like going into her backyard and just sitting at the table in her backyard smoking <laughs> cigarettes, just fucking chain smoking until she came out and talked to me.
1: It's- kind of creepy babe. it
0: is it is very creepy I was very dumb she came out she told me she fucked that guy <laughs> and I was like what and I was devastated I went back to my house I cried all night and screamed and it was it was a complete wreck thing time went on we got back together <sighs> well actually she started seeing her ex-husband who was the alcoholic former boss of mine she started dating him again seeing him again talking whatever then that stopped we got back together and then I was living at this point an hour I had moved I was living about an hour away and I'd come up to see her one night and we had never we hadn't made firm plans that I was gonna come see her but she we had talked about it a little bit so I just went ahead and hit it and drove on up there and she wasn't home I was like well that's weird I tried to call her and she wouldn't answer and it would, but it would go straight to voicemail because she would hit the ignore button on her phone. Like I could, you could always tell when they would hit the button; mm-hmm. it would ring like once or twice, and then just go to voicemail. I was like, "Well, that's weird." She's like, keeps stopping it. So I drove by her ex husband's house, and that, and of course, her car was there. So I just sat at her house and waited until she showed up, and it was this big.
2: What are you doing? Why were you over there? Oh. You know, this <laughs> crazy,
0: dumb shit that a young retarded fuck I was at the time. Anyway, they got back together. We broke up. They got back together. I was devastated. They stopped again. She came back. We got back together. After the second breakup. And then things were rocking along for a few months pretty well. And I was over to her house and I got on her computer to check my email. And she had left her email up and there was an email from him talking about, oh, I had a great time last night. I'm so glad you came over. It felt so good to kiss you again. And I was like, you are fucking kidding me. And she was gone to work. Like It was early in the morning. She had gotten up and gone to work and I was getting ready to head back to where I lived. So I was just like, all right. So I just printed it out, folded it up, went back to where I lived. Uh, Things rocked along for a couple days. Nothing major, you know, just talking here and there, you know, she still, she didn't act like anything was weird or going on. And then, you know, I was working and then I got to my day off, which was Tuesdays. And, uh, I drove up there and surprised her during her day, right before her lunch break. And I walked in and I said, Hey, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm, I'm going to go have lunch with my sister. I was like, you need to come talk to me for lunch. You know, you can have lunch with your sister tomorrow. Like we need to talk. She's like, no, I can't. I already promised her I'd be there. I, I can't I can't break that. And I laid the email down. I was like, no, you need You need to come meet me. I was like, I won't even take much of your time. This isn't going to take long. I just want to talk to you for a minute, and then I'll leave. And she was like, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing you that. I'm not, know, no, 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 no. And she was like, freaking out. I was like, okay, look, this is the way it's going to go. You're either going to come meet me. You're going to go to your house. You're going to get all my shit out of your house, and you're going to bring it to me, or I'm going to post any naked pictures I may or may not have of you at your kid's school like that's the way it's gonna go I was like I don't want any problems I don't wanna have a fight I don't wanna have an argument I don't want anything I was like I just want my shit from your house and I wanna go and she kept saying no and I'm like you And so that was my leverage like she kept telling me no so that was my leverage was naked pictures (laughs) I was like, like I will print this shit and post it on your kid's school if you don't give me my shit back like give me my shit so I can just be done because I was completely done. Like, I wasn't hurt. I wasn't upset. I wasn't sad. I wasn't, like, distraught. I was just like, I just want my shit. Main thing is, there was a baseball bat there at her house that I'd given her in case her crazy ex husband came by. Mm-hmm. And this baseball bat had been my dad's when he was a kid. <clears> and I wanted that bat. That was the main thing. Like, there were some clothes there and some dumb shit. But I wanted that baseball bat because it was my dad's little league bat from when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want that baseball bat and I want my clothes. Bring them to me. Meet me here. There was a convention center in Paris, Texas. I was like, meet me in the parking lot with my shit. And we can just be done. I don't ever need to see or talk to you again. And she did. I got my shit. And I left. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, I was like, I'm not going... I was like, I'm not going to be that crazy about something. Like, if it's not working, if, if they don't want to be with me, I don't need to put myself through that. Like, mm-hmm. I can be sad but there's a reason for it. And okay, for the next year, I just didn't give a fuck about anyone at all. Like, I just didn't care. I didn't have feelings, period. Then later I realized, okay, you can have feelings, but you don't have to get obsessive. You don't have to, like, Mm -hmm. let it fester inside you when things don't go the way you thought they would. Shit's going to happen. But I think that was, that final breakup was the most impactful because it just made me realize that that, Nobody is the end-all be-all. Things will move on. Things can always be better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And looking back, like I remember how just I remember falling down in the hallway of my little duplex there in Paris, just bawling, crying. I couldn't like <laughs> muster the energy to get back to my bedroom even. And I was, <laughs> <"Aah!"> <laughs> that first time we broke up, and I was like, I'm like, oh my god. And I, I like honestly, I I, I remember thinking. How am I even going to live?
1: Well, (laughs) you know what's funny is like, it's not really funny, but like I thought about this as you were talking and I'll give credit where credit is due. You know, I've heard this and I'm sure they've gotten it from other places too, but on the Guys We Fucked podcast is that when somebody cheats on you, it is never about you. It's about them. Yeah. You know, so I think that's. And I think that that's a, a where a place where you can find comfort. Somebody you might be able to, you know, somebody might be able to find comfort. <laughs> that might not be yeah. the right word. Yeah. The other thing is, as you were telling me, you know, as you were explaining, like sitting out <laughs> at somebody's table in their backyard. Yeah. is there of thinking about, like, what the craziest thing that I had done was, <laughs> as
2: a, oh, at a, as a, at a breakup.
0: <laughs> I gotta hear this.
1: So the guy I dated right out of high school. Somebody I went to middle school with, I met him in middle school, and he always had a crush on me, and it was the typical, you know, if the guy, um, you know, if he hits you, it means he likes you, except he didn't hit me, he he called me boner kill, and then I dated this guy for four years after. Boner <laughs> <laughs> Af- kill. Yeah. are you telling me that? After yeah. high school, off and on for four years, which, um, that was another one of those where I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? But anyway, for one of the breakups, he'd been living with me in Gainesville. Uh, my mom had sold him a car that he hadn't registered yet either, so like, so it still had like plates that were registered to my mom on the yeah. car. So we really got into it one night. And uh, I stayed up. He was staying at somebody else's house. I think we were even, like, taking a break. <laughs> <at> some... <laughs> we were on a break. Yeah, and so he he was uh, staying at somebody else's house. I stayed up, like, most of the night just going to every single room very methodically and getting anything that belonged to him out of there. <laughs> and so the next morning, my buddy, um, I was meeting up with my buddy who I had been, I had held on to his... No, he was asked, he asked if I could um, hang onto a couch for him, like, over the summer or something. Yeah. Because, um, you know, this is college town, and he was going somewhere. And uh, so <laughs> I had him help me load up all of this dude's stuff into my truck. And in, like, two trips, I don't remember if he was there for both trips or just one trip, but bring it all to where he was staying, and I left it all in the front yard. But th- we're talking about things like a dresser. Yeah. And a TV. Jesus. And I took the plates off the car. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: And then I got back with this dude. <laughs> 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 or he got back with me, I should say. You know, just yeah, like, what I the mean, fuck? Yeah.
0: Craziness. Mm-hmm. As a kid, uh, when I was like really young, because we moved out of the city or city the town we lived in it was a small town town about 10,000 people in west texas uh, we lived in town though for the first like 11 or 12 years of my life then we moved out of town so sometime in that first like the last like 3 to 4 years that I lived in town there was we kind of lived on this weird point that came out the street curved and there was a point and then it made a loop around our house out on this end and back towards the back of my house past that So there was a house behind us that was technically our next-door neighbor. And then the house past them, the guy was a coach for the high school and his wife. They lived there. The people lived directly behind us, our next-door neighbor, was the junior high counselor. The woman was the the guidance counselor at my junior high and her husband. Well, the coach back there and his wife, uh, I guess she found out he was fucking someone else because we were all outside playing the neighborhood kids and I and my yard between my yard and the kid that lived behind us yard so this side yard that was huge perfect like kid sized football field so we played football out there and the coach's wife is dragging his clothes out of the house and throwing them in the front yard everything out of his closet every piece of clothing he owns and then proceeds to sit in the in the front yard with a pair of scissors <laughs> cutting Little strips out of all his clothes, cuts up every piece of clothing he owns (laughs) into a giant pile. He comes home, What's going on? What are you doing? And she said, Who's, you know, whatever? Lucy, Tiffany, whatever. Anyway, yeah, she had found out he was fucking some other woman and cut up every bit of his clothing. Mm -hmm. And their marriage ended. She kept the house. And then there was a really young Latin guy, a Hispanic gentleman that was there often for the next six months after that. He was probably 20 to 25. She was probably 35 to 40. And he was there a lot. And he'd be like, hey, kids, how are you? And he was like out there with no shirt on, all <laughs> muscled up. And she, she'd come out there and grab him and just drag him into the house every time he'd come over. And we were like, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, coach. <laughs> She's making up. For dealing with you for all those years, that was funny. That was really funny. I remember that. Even as a kid, I was like, "Damn, <laughs> she, she, she wins this one." Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who he was banging, but it wasn't some like twenty-year-old Latin <laughs> sex machine. Like, guaranteed, it was probably the lunch lady or something at the fucking school. But yeah, that was that's was my most impactful breakup though. Was the the older woman mm. had a thing for older women for a while mm-hmm. there's still like some older women have that appeal to them the older I get though the more older women like have less appeal and more you know the security of a social security chick
2: you know?
1: what were we watching we were watching uh, oh we were watching our special day you, you might have been sleeping at this point we're yeah, yeah I, did. I did fall asleep The I fell asleep a little bit too but you fell asleep more um Krenfisher. Which
0: is not an indictment of the comedy special. It's just old. We're old and it was late.
1: Yeah. So Yeah, I probably shouldn't tell the joke, but essentially it was, you know, at some point when you like older people, they're just old.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I'm 41 now, so, you know, an older woman. I mean, I get to be like a 45 year old and be like, well, she's an older woman. That's pushing the term older. You know, if there was an attractive 45-year-old or a 50-year-old even. Ooh.
1: Bitch, you better be saying that I'm an attractive 50-year-old.
0: Of course I will when I'm 50, but you won't be an older woman then.
1: <laughs>
0: You'll be even my hot young bride. <laughs> I'll be all about it.
2: Just mm-hmm. like now.
0: <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, how how many times a day do I tell you you're sexy? or like A lot. You catch me looking at your ass or something.
1: Unless you make a noise when you do it.
0: Yeah, Mm. Yeah, I do make that noise. I mean, I can't help it. Look, I like your ass. I think you have a phenomenal ass. I'm still very attracted and turned on by you, so.
1: I think that's a good thing.
0: Gets the better of me sometimes.
1: Mm. We've been (laughs) together almost five years.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, it's, It's been good. And you know what? If you came to me tomorrow and said that, you know, you're done, you don't want to be with me anymore, we're completely through, I would be devastated. But I would not fall down in the hallway crying, <laughs> wondering if I could go on.
2: Oh, man, like...
0: Did you ever see the movie Hitch? No. Okay, well... So I have to say I'm very proud of us for not talking about the Will Smith thing. I know everybody's got to be fucking tired about hearing about the Will Smith-Chris Rock thing. I know I am. That's why we're just sparing you. We're not going into it.
1: Also, I don't really know anything about yeah, it, so... but My deal
0: is I wanted to talk about it, but... By the time our podcast aired, it's several days after, and it's the internet has been so saturated with it. There's not an opinion you can have that hasn't already been spewed all over the fucking internet. There's, there's no opinion left to be had. There's no fresh take on this. It's all been said. But the movie Hitch with Will Smith, he was like that. He was in love with this girl. She was like seeing some other dude and he's like, what can I do? What can I do to make this? What did I do wrong? And the guy she's like hooking up with that he caught her with is like, dude, you're doing it right now. Totally. This is what you did. You're doing wrong. And like, that was me. Like I was, I was smothering. I I was like, yeah, that that was 100% me. And like getting out of that was the best thing. Realizing that, Oh no! This is not good for me. I, I'm deserved better than this. <clears throat> like that's the best thing that could have happened for me.
1: Mhm. <sighs> good stuff. Yeah. So, cathartic. Yeah. Yeah. So much more that can be said. <laughs> so you know how I like to watch kick live sometimes.
2: Yes, yes, it, I do.
1: It's it's much less than you know it was several months ago. Like, um, but every now and then I I start you know popping in and out of kick lives. You know, just like I guess like a bunch of TikTok videos like flashing in my face. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, last night when we when we were getting in bed, I was just kind of popping it out. I think probably we looked at like four or five people in a yeah, matter of maybe, maybe we talked about a couple of them. Ten minutes. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I, you know, I looked at some more today. But what's really fascinating to me is, like, I've gotten at least 14, probably 16, 18 messages, if you <laughs> count the two bots, since last oh, yeah. night from random people who presumably just saw m- my profile picture pop up in a kick live for... Not very long, right? Like sometimes I'm in there for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, like last night, we bounced around between several of them. Like you'd you'd look at one and be like, "Yeah, oh, well, this is boring," and go to the next one. <laughs> yeah, this one's boring. Go to the next one. I mean, there were some you were in five to ten seconds tops.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I it, it's I just I get lots of messages from what appear to be. Dudes, yeah. (laughs) Um, and some of it's just you know bullshit like, hey, hi, sexy, hey, beautiful. Can I tell you something? You know, shit like that. Yeah. And none of them can see my, you know, that I've uh, looked at them.
0: Yeah. Until you accept it and and agree to chat with them, yeah. They can't see that you've read their (laughs) initial messages. They're unsolicited. Messages, I might add.
1: All unsolicited. One dude actually messaged me on January seventeenth and then messaged me again at ten fifty this morning. Jesus. When he messaged me before, I think it was after one of the kick lives that I did. But anyway, this is a really fascinating thing, these people who send messages and some of them actually have like profile pictures. Some of them have like bullshit profile pictures, like scenes from movies. Uh, or just weird backgrounds. Some of them don't have any pictures, and I, I get sometimes I get shit like this: "Like, hey, baby doll, you're so sexy." Smiley face with heart eyes, tongue. Want to help me stroke my big hard cock? Water drops. No picture for that one.
0: <laughs> no profile picture. No
1: profile picture.
0: Just a little silhouette. Yeah. Oh
1: and another one. Hey, you look good. This one's a, the profile picture is a picture of, like, a path in the woods, you know. And then, uh, you know, man 45 from Italy here, and his profile picture is a dick. And then I got a couple of other dick pics, too, Okay, the, the guy from Italy, you I know,
0: you have to say, you have, you have to throw in there that, yes, his profile picture was a dick. And I don't know if it's an impressive dick or not, but it's definitely not an impressive angle or picture. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, you can see about from the circumcision scar to the tip. <laughs> that's yeah. all you can see like it's this it's this weird side view like he was drunk beating off and dropped his phone and it snapped a picture and he was like hey that's going to be my new profile picture right there <laughs> that's what I'm throwing up there's just like my little Darth Vader helmet and where his total neck <laughs> used to be that's what I'm putting up
1: this one hey what's up beautiful I hope it's okay I added you I saw you on the viewers of a live stream I was watching
0: So here is my thing: like these guys are seeing you in these live streams that you are not in for very long. No. So are they spending more time watching who's watching the live stream than they are actually watching the live stream?
1: Well, so when you look at who's viewing the live stream, I don't think there is any like rhyme or reason or order. Like when you look at that list, yeah,
0: yeah, it's not like alphabetical or any. But when you somebody
1: joins, it's like. Jean joined.
0: But it doesn't always say when somebody joined. Like, I think after a certain number of viewers, like, I think the first maybe 50 viewers, it tells this person joined, this person joined, this person joined. But, like, I've noticed it when you do one, it'll say it for a little while so and so joined, you know, and all these people joined. And then it'll stop saying that, and the number will just go up, but it won't notify you who joined. Mm. So, if you join a a stream that's got 1,500 viewers, Nobody mm-hmm. sees that, hey, Gene joined the stream.
1: All right. Well, I think I need to investigate this. Um,
0: but we need to figure out the bouncer thing.
1: Yeah, but hold on. Before we talk about that, unsolicited dick pics. Like, I got a dick pic where all it was was a picture of the dick.
0: No got, words. No
1: words. I've gotten other ones, too, that are like that. Um, some of them do have words like, hi, and... Here's my dick. Yeah. There's this one, Hey Sexy, ASL, and it's a picture of his chest and a picture of his dick.
0: The ASL thing is funny. This dude is definitely old school. He's got to be at least 38 because ASL is a throwback to the old AOL chat rooms. You know, age, sex, location. I can't even count the number of times I would type (laughs) that into a chat room. ASL, and look at all the horny teenagers go... 20-year-old female, 20-year-old female from wherever they're from. Because we were all in a lesbian chat room pretending to be girls looking to hook up, and it was actually a bunch of horny teenage boys (laughs)
1: sending pictures. So I'm just, you know, I'm curious about the motivation to just send a picture of your dick. Like, what is up with that?
2: Yeah,
0: and, uh, you know, it's not just the dick picture. It's when that's all they send that it really blows my mind. Mm. Like uh what was it the guy's name on there that, that sent the the dick picture the large dick Lance. picture? Lance, yes. Lance. Sir Lance a lot. Like <laughs> that was a big dick. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Like it was. if that's actually him. Congratulations, bro. You better be packing because you don't have shit for a personality if you can't say something. Yeah. If you can't say, Hey, how you doing? I'm Lance. This is my dick. If you like what you see, hit me up. I'd be like, you know what? Reply to that guy and say, hey, props for at least saying something. And then block him. But nothing. Just, just a picture of a giant dick. Yeah. Not even this is my dick. Yeah. Not, hey, look at this. This isn't me, but I have the same thing, only in a smaller version. Nothing. No words. <laughs> just a picture of a dick. Yep. Why? Like, I'm...
1: I don't know. I think we need to get on kick live tonight and do a kick live and, and ask people about that.
0: I agree. I hope we can get somebody to fucking respond. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating when you have There's just like, you know, 700 people watching and nobody will respond when you ask a question.
1: Yeah. I'm also curious about like, I kind of want to just start responding to some of these messages and fucking with people a little bit.
0: See, I've thought about fucking with them and having a good time. Uh, uh, there's a comedian. She's a female comedian, uh, Adrian Adapalucci, something like that. She was, she was on the Degenerates on Netflix. Uh, she's really funny. We watched her her set on there, and she's fucking hilarious. But she does this deal where she creates a Tinder profile and then sees how long it takes to make a dude tap out and just, like, stop responding. Like, she will be as fucked up as she can be, and she'll take screenshots of everything and post it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Her Tinder profile has been banned so many times, she has to constantly create a new one. (laughs) And it's so fucking funny. Like, the shit she'll come up with and the shit she will say to these guys, I'm like, god damn, this is brilliant. But she keeps getting banned, and I'm like, oh, come on, just let her have her fun. These fucking weirdos deserve it. Like, there'll be dudes straight up just like, you're really hot. I want to fuck. And be like, all right, well, I hope you don't mind the smell. Like, it's it's not quite dead, decaying body, but it's like hot garbage on an August day that's definitely got a dead mouse in it. Not like a full human body, but you know, just crazy off-the-wall shit. She'll ask them questions that you should never ask any human mm. being. Like, it's brilliant. Something like that would be fun to do. Another one to be to... Message old Lance there and be like, dude, why would you do this? Like, what mo Like, no judgment, whatever. But why do you just send a picture of a dick that you're hoping people presume is yours? Like, what is your motivation? Why do you think that is going to be a successful yeah, tactic? Yeah, I'm
1: gonna send a message now.
0: Has it ever worked? Okay. Just uh, ask me. Hey, I'm, we're doing a podcast and we want to know: has this tactic ever worked?
1: Well, I'm gonna just. Find
0: it. I've I, I look and I've talked to women online. I've flirted on Insta, Twitter or whatever, in the past. I've never in my life sent an unsolicited dick pic. Yeah. Like ever.
1: Um. Okay, so I'm gonna hit chat, and I'm going to say, I'm curious as to what would motivate you to just send this unsolicited picture to me. Sound good?
0: Yeah, and maybe say also has this tactic ever worked okay. with anyone? I genuinely want to know. Make sure he understands. Like, you're not saying this. This isn't a. You're not being facetious when you ask this question. Yeah. You genuinely want a response because I, I think clarifying that you really want a response. I, I, I don't. I don't think there's enough going on upstairs. I don't think there are enough synapses firing for him to to genuinely respond. But.
2: We'll see.
1: I'm curious as to what would motivate you to send this unsolicited picture to me. Also, has this ever worked for you? I genuinely want to know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that's a good response. And we'll wait and see if he answers. Um, if he answers later, after we're done recording this podcast, we will update you next week. So don't
1: or, or on the Instagram. AUi yeah, pod. we yeah we can <laughs> we can
0: update some screenshots with the blurred out penis, obviously, uh, on Instagram <laughs> at AUI Pod if you want to see those. And, uh, this is going to be fun.
1: Um, there was something else you started to talk about, and I was like, wait, I want to finish like finish this, and now I can't remember what it was. Oh, I was saying
0: I'd never sent an unsolicited dick pic. Oh. I never have. Okay. Uh, like any time I've ever sent a dick picture, it was it was something that was discussed, you know, and, and like requested or. You know other pictures were sent and I was responding with mm. my own like oh well you showed me yours so here you go but it was never just a like icebreaker and I don't understand that mentality I don't mm. like how often does that work that you're like my dick and somebody's just like wow I want that so I,
1: it has to work
0: at some point let
1: us know what like the the naked man, or whatever it was called, <laughs> I met your mother. But like, we don't even know where people are in this kick sphere. <laughs> like,
0: well, yeah, and the naked man at least you you have a rapport with the person. You've been on a date. It's the right. end of the date, and you're you know, it's a hail mary to try to make something happen. But this is just literally you're you're tossing it out there. like, look,
1: I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna respond to this one too. This hey baby doll, you're so sexy. Want to help me stroke my big hard cock? With, now nah, I'm good. Yeah, that's
0: good. Okay. Hey, or say, big, really? Is it though? Yeah.
1: Now then, pro- he'll probably take that, that as a yeah, solicited dick pic. Yeah, then he probably <laughs> she
0: wants to see. So, uh, my friend, uh, the late Mandy Kid, mm. uh, she she used to talk about publishing mm-hmm. a book of all the dick pictures she's gotten from dudes.
1: I've only gotten dick pics since being on Kick. Yeah. Well, like where else would I get them I guess but
0: yeah well she yeah, I guess I guess like just buddies of hers would get drunk and send her dick pictures all the time that's she, funny she had a lot of guys <laughs> like most of her friends were guys mm-hmm. like, uh, and
1: I'm surprised they didn't send her pics of their balls Oh.
0: Well that may have happened too uh, <laughs> she had have just been like minor bigger and mm-hmm. moved on I mean mm-hmm. she was a fucking marine she was a pipeline welder she lived on a boat in Alaska in the like winter she was in the marine like, corps yeah she, was, she oh, was in the marine corps I think you
1: ever told me that yeah
0: yeah she was a marine Yep, yeah, she was in the marine corps right out of high school I don't even out. know
1: you man <laughs> <laughs>
0: she was a marine she went into the, she like a pipeline welder lived in on a fucking tiny little sailboat in the harbor in Seward Alaska mm-hmm. all winter she lived in Hana Hawaii mm-hmm. on the big island she Hana's cr- on Maui I mean yeah Maui not big island sorry she lived in Hana at this like crazy tropical uh plant nursery farm it was
1: beautiful you can't wait to go back to Hawaii
0: room and board like she worked for room and board and a little that's, bit of money Like that's fucking awesome she had an outdoor shower like it was it was like the most picture perfect spot in the world uh she should have never left there you mean a
1: hose <laughs> yeah it was a, it was
0: a garden hose up over a piece of corrugated tin and she didn't give a fuck she was happy like she should have never left there that was the happiest she ever was Uh Anyway, she, she was like, dudes would just, she actually told me once, she's like, I think you're about my only guy friend who is, I've I've never seen your dick. And she had a huge crush on me when we were like little kids too. She tried. I mean, we were 12, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, we were just always good friends. She was roommates with Mendez for a while. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mendez sent her a dick pig because she did tell (laughs) me, she's like, I think you're the only guy friend whose dick I've never seen. I was like, oh well, but she did send me a naked picture of herself one time. On accident, she sent it to the wrong Jason. (laughs) She was banging a dude named Jason, and she just like, and she's like, fuck, don't look at that. Delete it now. Don't look at that. And you couldn't even see her face. It was just like, you could see a little bit of one boob, and then like down this side of her body, it wasn't much. I was just like, what the fuck, kid? And she was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It was the wrong Jason. Just delete that and pretend it never happened. I was like, all right, because you're my homie, I will. Uh, but, yeah, she got constant take pictures from dudes she knew. Like that's, yeah, that's the,
1: really weird. That's really fucking maybe weird. Maybe they were sending them to each other, too. Ooh. I mean, you've had dudes send you pictures of their balls.
0: That was my old boss. I know. <laughs> I actually was telling somebody uh, at my new job about that very recently. Yeah, he sent me a picture of his balls. What? I mean, I was laying on a beach in Hawaii drinking beer and bragging that it was a weekday and they were working and I wasn't. So <laughs> I'm, I probably deserved it. Uh, I did get an unsolicited. I would have. It wasn't a picture, but it was a dude on my high comedy Jason asking to see my feet re- like a few months ago. That was yeah. Weird. That
1: is weird. Yeah. My sub asks to see my feet a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. How's that going?
1: It's okay. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Um, more to follow. I, I kind of want to end this this thing, but there's You're been
0: definitely not into it. are you?
1: No, I'm just like I'm like I'm not getting anything out of it. It Makes me f- I'm happy that he is, but also I don't feel like doing this anymore. Um, so I've got to figure out like it's it's a chore, right? It is a chore. He's taking it much more seriously than I am, but he's being respectful with when I had to like be like stop messaging me. I'm busy, and then he 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 wait. He said I'm sorry, and he waited a solid day before replying <laughs> like he has been much more respectful with that but you know it's, just, it's interesting because it's like you know i've never been like in a doms and i wouldn't say i'm a dom but like dom sub-relationship type thing before and you know i know you're supposed to like discuss all these things and there are rules and stuff like that and
0: it's weird that she just like messaged you and was like will you be my mistress well he caught friend? me
1: on the you know he was on a kick live. He oh, yeah kick but, lives, but.
0: but it's still a, the, yeah normally these things are discussed and you're like okay here's what I'm looking to get out of this.
1: He's not the first one to ask though. Well
0: no <laughs> which is which is funny. <sighs> but it's it's just interesting that you know normally it is discussed ahead of time what they want out of it and what you're willing to do. Yeah. There was none of that here. It was just kind of jumped into it, and you're like, yeah, sure, whatever, this is gonna be funny he's kind
1: and- of he's kind of walking me through it a little bit, but <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and it, we you know it is we did talk about you know how this this week good podcast fodder uh I don't know, I just feel like it, it is weird, I know it's like not doing anything for you, but it's a chore. It's like, oh you're like, Oh, this is kinda of like work now. It's not it's not sexier fun to me. It's yeah. just like work. It's like Farmville back in the day on Facebook when everybody had the Farmville game, you know. I guess so. Do you so. remember that I, years that, ago?
1: Yeah, I never played it, but
0: Well, like I remember a buddy of mine going, Why the fuck would you do that? Like, that sounds like work. That's <laughs> like you're tending to your farm. Like, somebody was talking about going on vacation and they were gonna be out of the country for like three days and they weren't gonna be able to have self service. They're like, I gotta find a friend to take care of my farm while I'm gone. I'm like yeah, Are you fucking kidding me? This is, you know, it's not real, right? This is a digital farm.
1: Did you ever play the, the Sims? Your animals aren't actually going to die.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I played a little bit. The teenager when he was younger was into the Sims.
1: I played. I played it once. You know, I rented the game from Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Who? What it was? I don't even know what game system I I had because it probably wasn't mine. It was
0: your brother's or something. Or no, you were it dating. was
1: it was the dude who's I dropped the furniture off at his house. It was mm. him um i think and like you know there's the time goes by and you're trying to do stuff but they walked so slow and like the time would just like fly by because they were just like walking so (laughs) slow and i'm like how the fuck does (laughs) anybody how does anybody get anything done around here it was like the dumbest fucking thing so yeah
0: I never was into the like sim game. The only simulator type game I was into was like flight simulator back in the day, but even that was like way too difficult. It was like way too realistic on the like on the computer back in the day mm-hmm. that Microsoft flight flight simulator, mm-hmm. which you can still go buy one. Shit's outrageously expensive now for the like mm-hmm. top of the line latest flight simulator game. And it's so realistic. Like it's it's fucking absurd. Uh I'm pretty sure the 9/11 terrorists probably at least began their journey on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Jesus, that yeah, could be. I'm trying to find how much the Flight sim... Microsoft Flight Simulator. Here it is. Uh, wow. Oh, okay. So there's one that you can get for sale. Oh, that's on the Xbox uh, from Target for 47.99. So that's not too bad. There's one for Windows ten, the same doesn't say what year this is. They used to say it was like Flight Simulator ninety seven, you know, and every year they come out with a new one, but this and it doesn't say, but it is fifty two seventy nine for Windows ten. They have all the like the the pack where you have the the pedals, the little levers for the throttle and the wheel for flying the airplane and the game, all for your computer for four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's way too realistic, but yeah, you know, it's a job at that point, like you're training for work. You should be getting paid for this huh. all right, let's wrap this up with our ridiculousness for this week. okay, I got an oldie but a goodie here, and I don't know if you've ever heard this. It's a rap music classic, like this is something I remember seeing this in. Probably 2010 or 2011 for the first time. Uh, there's a video that accompanies it, so I'll play it so you can watch the video. It's a little repetitive, so try to stick with it, though. God. This is the Walmart song by Mr. Ghetto.
3: Man, forget going to the club to meet something new. When I want me something new, I go get me a basket and I go walk around Walmart. All the women being Walmart. Come on, I I I bought I'm going to Walmart. She going to Walmart. They going to Walmart. Right. They be it Walmart. We're going to walla, walla 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 Walla
0: World. Walla 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 Walla, walla World Walmart. She going to
3: Walmart. They goin' Walmart, they be in Walmart, we video was filmed Walla a cell phone Walla Walla World.
0: Wait, it gets better.
1: Basket,
3: basket, 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 basket. Yeah, bas- what's your name? What's your like number, girl? Ooh, <laughs> oh, what's your name? What's your, what what your, what your number? Ooh, she, what's your name? What's your number, girl? Ooh, oh, what's your name? What's your number? Ooh, she making a grocery, 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 in the grocery, She grocery, 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 grocery,
0: She got a Louisiana Purchase Card, which is the uh, Louisiana version of the EBT or the food stamp card. In Texas, it was a Lone Star card. But in Louisiana, they call it the Louisiana Purchase Card. Oh, my
1: God. I wonder if people actually know where that comes from
3: purchase. She
0: got Louisiana purchase call.
3: That's how you know you got a good woman. She got Louisiana, Purchase Bella, Bella, right. Well, Bella, 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 We Bella, Bella, no Walmart. Master's degree. Rất- she are <laughs> <laughs> to halfway big on journey
0: It gets better. Hold on better, big on Walmart, big on
3: section uh, large <laughs> race a large race section she's trying underwear uh, on large race her section her booty shorts. she buy a boy, 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 boy shorts boy shorts boy oh shorts, shorts. Boy oh she God. buy a <laughs> panty <laughs> <panne panne> <laughs>
2: Yeah, she buy a I
3: summer summer league, saw this she, she keep her body clean. She keep her body clean. She buy some She buy a her body clean. She keep her body clean. She buy good.
2: Good. 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 Good.
3: She good. Good. You know
1: no, I, I saw this Walmart. She gone Walmart. They gone Walmart. They <laughs> it with the cell phone.
0: I think she did. But I first saw this in like 2011 ish era, when I worked at the police department in Dallas, uh, my dear friends Sharon and Angelica, well, definitely Sharon, discovered this gem. A whole lot of ass Definitely have to put the, the link to this in the description.
3: She gave me her number in the checkout line. Baby, you so fine. She gave me her number in the checkout line. Gotta bring it up, rip, bring it up, ring bring it up, bring it, ring it up, bring it up, ring it, bring it, ring it up, bring it up, bring it up, bring it, ring it up, bring it up, what ring it, bring it up, 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 bring it, bring it up, 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 bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it.
0: Mr. Ghetto. A New Orleans staple.
1: Nolins.
0: Nolins. Nolins. So Mr. Ghetto is uh I guess he's a gentleman from New Orleans that is quite the uh rapper extraordinaire. Uh, I was looking this up. I was trying to find this video earlier because it's it's a little difficult to find, I'm not gonna lie. It used to be so easy. I used to find this anytime. I guess he has another one though that's about McDonald's.
2: Oh my god!
0: And I haven't heard that one. I want to just check a just. I want to check a minute. this. I've never heard this one, so I don't know what is going to happen here.
3: Mr. Ghetto, man, I'm hungry dick. I'm about to go give me something to eat. I'm about to go to McDonald's. All the women bet McDonald's. They bet McDonald's. 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 Mickey D. Mickey bet McDonald's. 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 Mickey D. Mickey bet McDonald's. McDonald's. Mickey D. Mickey bet. Bop bop
2: bop bop. She loving
3: it. McDonald's. McDonald's. Mickey D. Mickey bet. McDonald's. Bop 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 bop. She loving it. McDonald's. McDonald's.
0: I have to say like the quality of his dancer here has gone down and she's not as attractive as the other dancers and there's just one
3: well, shake, she shake, shake, shake. shake she about the shake, shake, shake. <laughs> now Watching me explode, Watching me Watching me Watching me All right. Watching me Watching watching
0: But he keeps saying shake over and over. And we all know that machine's always broken. <laughs> so that's kind of false advertising.
3: <laughs> all of
1: this is false <laughs> <laughs> you to
0: Will you shake your McNuggets <laughs> for me later, baby? <laughs> Oh what you ha, ha, know, men, me nuggets? Come on, shake it i you... oh, I shake- oh, whack- want sh- you to choo- ch- practice until you can do this.
3: My ass? Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: <zed> <brilliant>. Foi- <right> hybrid- love it. <physicians> <mumbles>
0: You gotta dance to this song. Negative.
3: To the Walmart song then?
0: Something from Mr. Ghetto. Like, we gotta find
3: something. She got an arch in her back like the Golden knots. <laughs> right. She put
1: an arch in her back
0: like the Golden knots.
2: <laughs> ooh ooh back. Like
1: <laughs> That doesn't even make sense. Like, the golden arches are like, with your back in flexion, she's um, extending her back.
0: I mean, maybe if you've got like some cerebral palsy or something, you could have an arch in your back like the golden arches. The, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ghetto, New Orleans legend.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> that's
0: an oldie but a goodie, you know, that's i uh, I've never
1: heard the, any of that shit before. I, know, I can't
0: believe you... Uh, I knew you I knew you wouldn't have heard of this but I remember watching this years ago in in dispatch and just laughing so fucking hard at
1: What year was that?
0: This was I think 2011 is when this came out so
1: Oh. I was living in Italy. You know, <laughs> yeah. Not that it would have uh, caught my attention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, you know, and and it was great working with those two because like, Sharon would always do story time. That was back in the good old days when you had like Craigslist personals ads, which don't exist anymore. But she would go on there and find the most disturbing shit she could find and read them to us in the middle of the night when it was late and mm-hmm. we were bored. It's twelve-hour shifts. We worked overnight. five p.m. to five a.m. So we'd just be so bored, and she'd be like, "It's story time with Sharon." And uh, she would pull up Craigslist and read about all the dudes. Like, I'm at a hotel face down. Come cream pie my ass. Mm-hmm. Um, Use lube. Lots of lube. Lots of lube. <laughs> That's
1: how you get the wiener in there.
0: <laughs> I have a good story about that off the show on a podcast. <laughs> I don't think I've shared the the story of the dude that actually was doing that. Yes, and you have. I have. Have I shared that on this podcast or the yep. High Comedy Pod?
1: This podcast, Okay. St. Patty's Day.
0: Oh, oh. I don't remember some of that podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean, that podcast was awesome. You should listen. Yay, to it again. Irish
0: car bombs!
1: Those were good Irish car bombs. Ray made some good Irish car bombs.
0: We really, yeah, Ray really did. He's a. I miss we should, uh,
1: we should have him on virtually sometime.
0: Yeah, well, he wants to come out uh, in the late summer, early fall, like sometime in September, probably. So the weather's a little cooler. Uh-huh. So it's not too hot, but he wants to come, like, hit some baseball games. He wants to see Camden Yard. Wants to visit. So. Mm-hmm. That would be great. We'll have to get him, we'll yeah, have to well, get the stuff and do, do St. Paddy's Day in September.
1: Yeah. And I was thinking before that, but.
0: <laughs> I mean, we can definitely do it before that, but we can do another one in September when mm, he's here, mm-hmm. Do it in person. Pound Irish car bombs down here, just get shit-faced drunk and do a podcast. Because it's with Ray and that's what you do when you're hanging out with Ray. Oh, you I get, know. You get drunk and you tell the teenager that he's going to kill him. I remember what he said. He was like, No, he's like, Come here, buddy. I love you, little man. He was like, He was so drunk Christmas last year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember. Or year <laughs> he, before he, last. He, Ray tells him he's, he loves him, and I tell him I'm going to kill him. Uh-huh. I told him that sober. I told him that yesterday.
0: Yeah. You told him that Thanksgiving, like our first Thanksgiving together, you're yep. going to kill you. And then you chased him around the house outside.
1: Yeah, and I was about to catch him, too.
0: I know. I stopped you. Yep. Good times. <laughs> All right. Well, we we're an hour and forty five minutes in. Just two. This is the longest one we've done by ourselves.
1: Yeah, so it is.
0: It's a good. I had fun though. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. And we're keeping it rolling. We haven't missed a week yet. I'm very proud of us for that. And I'm very happy to be here with you. Me too. I love you.
1: I love you too, baby.
0: It's the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason.
1: I'm Jean. Follow us on AUI Pod on Instagram. Email it's us at AUIPod on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook yeah, we have here? a
0: Facebook page now. Look us up, uh, Adulting Under the Influence or aui pod,
1: camera whatever. Which. We're
0: on Facebook. Uh, follow me on Instagram at HiComedyJason. That's H I Comedy Jason. Also on TikTok. I post promos for the podcast and stuff on on our TikTok page or my TikTok page as well.
1: Email.
0: Yep. Email us aui at gmail.com. That's pod JJ Gene and Jason, at gmail.com. And also, I will put the description of the Mr. Ghetto video for the Wally World song. I will put that in the description of this podcast. So if you're listening to us on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Audible, whatever it is, go to the description, scroll down. You'll see our contact info there, our Instagram, the email, and the link to that video i'll throw the mcdonald's video in there too it's not as impressive there's Mm -hmm. definitely a drop off i think he's his talent pool has declined Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. the the phenomena that was the walmart Mm -hmm. wally world Mm -hmm. song Mm -hmm. so yep ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next time right here it is the adulting under the influence podcast we are both adulting, and we are definitely under the influence. So.
1: And we're tired because we're old.
0: We are that. We are indeed. Yes. See you next time. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Peace
1: out. Love you.
0: Aloha. <laughs> Hasta la vista. Alvido, saying. Ciao. Buena sera.
1: Buena sera.
0: Buena sera.
1: It should be buena note.
0: buona noche. Buona noche. Buona bye-bye. Bye to your boner. Thank you